you shitbags. I'm going to be honest, we got Thanksgiving week coming up, and I'm on vacation. Quite frankly, I'm not too stoked about recording this podcast, but I'm going to do it because I'm committed to this league, despite the fact that I noticed less than half of you listened to the last week's episode. Don't think I don't see you. Also, my wife is like, we're in Savannah, Georgia. What the fuck are you recording a podcast for? You know what? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I got to talk about this ugly Buffalo Bills game I got to witness in person. How's this for a fucking story? I get dropped off at the game and realize I didn't have my wallet. And you got to have like your ID to like fucking match your vaccine card to get in the stadium. I got to take an Uber all the way back to the house we stayed at. And by the time I get back, that was like a fucking hour. I couldn't find Pinto Ron or the Bills Mafia or the, the bowling ball shots tailgate craziness that typically goes on and everyone's already storming the stadium i rolled up right at kickoff so i slammed six seven canadian beers i got stupid in the parking lot like any of you would do in the same situation but as i'm rolling up to the stadium firefighters are literally putting out a dumpster fire i should have known right there that shit was not going to go well today i took a picture of this because it's pretty unreal to see a dumpster fire in front of the buffalo bills stadium you guys probably saw the pics that i put on whatsapp that colts fan trolling everybody in the stadium and then in the men's bathroom at halftime taking his shirt off drinking a beer and talking shit to people while they're taking a piss it was pretty crazy shit that was the fucking balls on that guy i tell you what honestly despite the loss bills fans are the fucking best always an amazing time in buffalo but It was just that kind of fucking week, which we're about to get into. The Patriots blew the fucking doors off the Falcons. They take over the AFC East. The fucking Texans beat up on the Titans. What the fuck? And they're supposed to be the best AFC team. The Packers lost this week. The Cowboys lose to the Chiefs. Thank God the fucking Steelers lost. I love it when the fucking Steelers lose. Gentlemen, I don't have a guest this week because I'm on vacation and I just don't feel like it. It's Thanksgiving week. Time to hunker down, pack a shit ton of calories into your abdominal chamber, into your cheeseburger locker. The winter's around the corner. That's when the legendary shit starts to happen. Here's a soundbite from the Buffalo Bills Stadium. It's always electric. Fans going crazy. This was recorded in the first quarter right before things got pretty fucking ugly. Final score was 41 to 15. You guys probably saw it. According to Scorigami, that's the first time in NFL history that score has ever been recorded. Pretty fucking crazy. Let's dive into last week's matchups right now. Buffalo Expectations versus the Old Dirty Bastards. So we talked to Pollock on last week's episode. He was real chill talking about, you know, hopefully we can get a win against the old dirty bastards. Well, you know what? Kyler Murray was all set to play in this one, but Arizona, they ended up sending him one more week. Chris had to scramble out of the pocket. He scoops up Justin Fields and he took a shot to the ribs and bam, he's back to the locker room with only five points. This did not help Chris very much. He also got five points from Emmanuel Sanders, two points from Kenny Galladay. That did not help. Forget about getting 30 from Nick Chubb and 11 from TJ Hawkinson. Andrew and Pollock ran away with this one. They had no Russell Wilson. They sat sat him on the bench and told him to put that broken finger up his ass. Kirk Cousins jumps in the game and he throws down 35 points. Austin Eckler, 44 points. 19 from Darren Waller. 14 from Mapletron, 27 from Darrell Mooney. Andrew and Pollock, they come out and win big, 164 to 102. 
both these squads, they're now five and six. Riot Punch versus the Team of Zeros. Patrick Holmes versus Dak Prescott. They're going head-to-head in real life. But neither one of these guys really did shit. Mahomes got 10 points. Dak Prescott got 5 points. Antonio Gibson and A.J. Dillon, they throw down 12 and 18 respectively for Radke. Jamie got 12 and 19 respectively from Josh Jacobs and Mark Ingram. Radke got 3, 9, and 8 points from T. Higgins, Marquez Calloway, and Robbie Anderson. Jamie got 4 from C.D. Lamb, 4 from Michael Pittman, 13 from James Robinson. The real difference in this matchup, though, was 31 fucking points from the Patriots' defense. That was an insane amount of points for a defense. Speaking of defense, are you fucking kidding me right now? The final score here was Radke 116, Jamie 82. 82 is the lowest amount of points all season for Jamie. And this is one week after Radke got me, the commish, to put up my lowest amount of points all fucking season. How the fuck is he doing this? Jamie falls to 5-6. and six. Radke's now 8-3. and three. Haven't seen any recent photos of Jamie with that trophy. You know what? What's up with that? Victory Formation versus King Kwan versus Quadzilla. This was the primetime game of the week. Both these guys were 7-3 and three going in. Justin thought he was getting Chris Carson back. Instead, Chris Carson is officially out for the season. He's forced to start Alex Collins instead, and he puts up 5.4 points. The good news for Justin, though, is that that was his worst performance. David Montgomery got 10 points. Tyreek Hill, 21 points. Justin Jefferson, 38 points. Dawson Knox, 14 points. Chris Godwin, 19 points. Even the Niners' defense got 15 points. Taylor, he's staring them down from across the trenches. He's taking shots. He's taking damage. But he gets 25 from Tua, 12 from Saquon Barkley, 15 from Leonard Fournette, 22 from Terry McLaurin, 18 from Stephon Diggs. Gronkowski is back. Taylor puts him in the fucking flex. He gets 13 points, 10 from Jacecki. But the final score here is 170 to 130. Justin gets the win. Justin takes the first round of the 2021 series between these two squads. The three weeks away, we have another matchup between Justin and Taylor. He continues his fucking longtime dominance in this series. Justin leads 7-2, and he takes sole possession of first place. Fucking A. He takes over the top spot for the all-time wins as well as Chris Hill falls to second all-time. Danimals versus Two Scoops of Herbert. Shane and DeBoe, they're battling this one out in the gutters, the dank, rat-infested sewers of this league. Both these guys got respectable squads, in my opinion. But they're both long overdue to go off. And well, fuck, they both fucking went off in this one. DeBoe got 48 from Aaron Rodgers and 64 from Jonathan Taylor. That's 112 points. If Joe only started these two guys, he would have beaten four teams in the league this week. That's right. There were four teams that couldn't put up 112 points. And they had a full squad. Shane, on the other hand, he tied his best game of the season with 172. Yes, I rounded up for that number. But I'm talking 50 points from Justin Herbert, 26 from Dalvin Cook, 18 from Najee Harris. He even got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back, and he puts up 18. But Shane picked up a shitty week to put up 172 points because it didn't fucking matter. DeBose team just went fucking apeshit here. 
34 points from DeAndre Swift, despite the other two fucking guys, AR-12 and JT. Nobody was under 10 points. He got 11 from the newly acquired tight end, Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys. Elijah Mitchell, he ended up sitting this one out with a finger injury, but it didn't fucking matter. Joe gets 228.8 points here. He throws this down. He becomes only the second team this season other than yours truly to break off 200 points. And 228.8 points is the third highest fantasy score ever recorded in this league. DeBoe walks away from this 4-7. and seven. Shane, 2-9. and nine. Mob Debo versus Moose Knucklers. Ryan, he's been hot. Four straight wins going in. Both these guys are 5-5. Five and five. If we compare this game to Boners... Never mind. We can't we can't actually compare this game to boners. But Joe Mixon had 32 points. He was leading all scorers in this one. Devontae Adams, 31, right behind him. Bit of a drop-off in points after that for Ryan. Tight end Dan Arnold, he, he gets the goose egg. Ryan Tannehill, 15 points. He's a frustrating QB to own. Every week you think he's about to turn shit around and do better. But he did happen to do better than Joe Burrow, who had 13 points for Adam. Adam also, he got 23 from Miles Gaskin, 20 from Mike Evans, 20 from Debo Samuel. Adam gets the fucking win here. 140 to 101. His record is back above 500. Ryan falls to 5 and 6, below 500, one week after being 5 and 5. Like I said before, it's a game of boners. Cousin fuckers versus the Mazel Tov cocktails. Well, shit. Here it is, a game that I always take seriously. This game was looking like a tough matchup for me going in. Bunis and Tim look like their roster is finally getting healthy. And goddamn, my roster is not so fucking healthy. Alvin Kamara, he ends up getting ruled out again. I'm forced to start Adrian Peterson, who really doesn't do shit in this one with eight points. Kyle Pitts, same thing. He doesn't do shit, five points. My newly acquired wide receiver, DK Metcalf, seven points. I would have got more if I kept Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz. Fuck. But I was forced to stream wide receiver Kendrick Bourne. He only gives me nine points. But seriously, only 23 from Josh Allen. I travel to Buffalo, New York, and that's all he has the fucking decency to put up for me? It's fucking bullshit. Across the trenches, staring at me with his sick, perverted smile, Bunis and Tim, they tie me up in a vulnerable position and they ejaculate 27 points from Christian McCaffrey, 27 from Tom Brady, 13 from George Kittle, 21 from Keenan Allen, 16 from DJ Moore. Their win streak with a healthy McCaffrey and Kittle continues as they fucking walk away with a win here, 124 to 108. They're now 5 and 6, and they dropped me to 6 and 5. And these motherfucking cousin fuckers, they just tied the all-time series 4 to 4. Well, this is the time slot where I usually would insert a guest, but you know what? I think I'm just going to insert that fucking crowd from Buffalo again.
Next week, we're going to come back. We're either going to have Ryan as the guest or I'm going to be interviewed as Kamish. Crazy, this fucking regular season is coming to an end. I tell you what, there's a lot more drama to be had in this league. But for right now, let's take a look to week 12. Old Dirty Bastards versus the Mazel Tov Cocktails. One of these fucking teams is 5-6 and six, and the other one is 6-5. and five. Both squads are on a two-game losing streak. Both of them lost to Raggy and had their worst game of the season in these last two weeks. Well, which team is going to get that shit turned around? I'll be honest. Chris is playing some of the worst fantasy football we've ever seen him play. He's got Kyler Murray out again on bye this week. I have two of my best running backs currently out for this game. James Conner's on bye. Alvin Kamara is out again with this mysterious fucking knee injury. It's okay. That's cool. I'm vulnerable again for a shot to the fucking nuts. Chris has an opportunity this week to go 6-6 and and make the number one scoring team in the league drop to 6-6. and Chris has traditionally dominated this series 7 to fucking 1. So I really am fucking hoping that he is not about to go 8 to 1 here. Two scoops of Herbert versus the Moose Knucklers. Shane may be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but that doesn't mean he can't get some satisfaction from fucking up Ryan's playoff hopes. Amari Cooper is out again for Ryan, and this matchup looks like it could be pretty fucking close. If Ryan just walked up with a fresh donut in his hands, Shane has an opportunity here to be like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? And then slap that fucking donut out of his hands and onto the disgusting floor that is stained with piss and vomit. Ryan will never eat that donut again. And for reals, it could be close in this one. And it could come down to Monday Night Football with Tyler Lockett. We'll see what fucking happens here. Mob Debo and King Quan versus Quadzilla. 6-5 and five Adam versus 7-4 Taylor. This is going to be a tough matchup for Adam, but he's going to be without tight end Travis Kelsey, so that makes it even tougher. Taylor's fucking around with Saquon Barkley coming back in the lineup. We'll see what tight end Adam ends up streaming this week. But he did finally stream a quarterback that got over 10 points last week with Joe Burrow getting a solid 13. He'll need to do more than 13 points this week if Adam's going to win this fucking matchup, though. It's a very important game here. On both sides of the ball, big playoff implications. This will affect other teams as well. If boners could talk, they would sing karaoke to this matchup. The Danimals vs. Riot Punch after breaking 200 points last week, could the Danimals be in position to do that shit again? Will they even need to? Patrick Mahomes is out on bye this week. It might actually be a good thing for Radke, though, since Mahomes has not been consistent. Only 10 points last week. But I'm not going to lie. I'd love to see a first-place team go down again. Add to the parody and madness of this season. Fuck, who knows? Could Debo fuck around and even make a run at the playoffs? Big fucking game here. If Debo wins, he's 5-7 and seven and tied with a bunch of squads right at the, with the same record. And he's got a lot of points, so he's going to have the tiebreaker over the other 5-7 and seven teams. If Radke doesn't want this drama, he needs to fucking stream a good quarterback and lay this shit down and just move on to 9-3. and three. But we'll see what the fuck happens. Victory Formation versus Buffalo Expectations. Speaking of seeing first place teams go down, this could be another opportunity. Andrew and Pollock, they still have some key guys out of the lineup. There's no Aaron Jones, no DeAndre Hopkins, and no Darrell Williams in this game. No Tyreek the Freak for Justin this week. This could shape up to be a pretty good matchup. Despite many years of losing, Justin only leads the series all-time here 5-4. to four. 
Keep an eye on who Andrew and Pollock start at quarterback. Kirk Cousins, he went off last week for 35, but a tough matchup going against the 49ers defense, which also happens to be Justin's defense or one of Justin's defense. Looks like he'll probably end up starting Dallas this week. Or will Andrew and Pollock start Russell Wilson? He has not played that well lately. Maybe he's still hurt or maybe he's about to go off. Either way, we all want to see another first place team go down, right? Cousin fuckers versus team of zeros. This league's defending champ has lost a lot of games lately, and this week, Jamie goes against the champ from two years ago. Bunis and Tim are getting hot at the right time. Both these squads are 5-6 and six right now. Huge playoff implications in this game. Jamie's in a little bit of trouble with no C.D. Lamb, but it looks like he may get Corderell Patterson back, and that's going to help him out a lot. The odds right now are in favor of Bunis and Tim because they got a healthy Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. The cousin fuckers, they will unleash their entire squad on Sunday. Jamie, on the other hand, he's got Mark Ingram, Josh Jacobs, Dak Prescott all playing on Thursday, but the winner of this game is going to get to 6-6. Six and six. Bunis and Tim lead the all-time series here 7-3-1. to one. Something tells me they wanted to be the first squad to ejaculate or be milked into this trophy, but Jamie ended up doing the honors. I anticipate Jamie's going to take a few shots to the kidneys here, but we'll find out Sunday if he's pissing blood or if Jamie is pissing semen. That's it, gentlemen. Kind of boring with no guests, right? I mean, I don't know, but it's Thanksgiving this week. I'm thankful for this high-stakes competition we do every year. I'm thankful for everybody that listens to this podcast. You're all cool as shit, especially you, Costa Rica. The parody in this league this season is fucking pretty crazy. What's also fucking crazy is we actually fucking voted to let the bottom five teams in this league compete for $250. I mean, the regular season is about to end in three weeks, but there's three more weeks after that to compete for money. Let's see it this week. Bring your fucking A game, eat some turkey, dip it in buffalo sauce. I fucking dare you to do that. Get a good night's sleep and keep your blood pressure low to prevent cardiovascular disease. Always read the fine print on documentation. Tip your bartenders and shave your butt before taking it in the ass. That's what your mom told me. Kamish out.